Why, hello there. Tom Allen here, sitting in for Chris Evans on the Best of the Breakfast Show podcast with Sky from Virgin Radio. Coming up on the show, a man with the finest taste buds in town, Greg Wallace makes us salivate, sharing all about the 17th series of Celebrity MasterChef. Strictly superstar AJ Adudu and the hilarious Mo Gilligan spill the tea on the return of The Big Breakfast on Channel 4. And the wonderfully wacky Lou Sanders makes us belly laugh, talking about her show, One Word, Wow, which is on at the Edinburgh Fringe. All of that and so much more to come. So let's hear our very first guest. He's taken us inside the factory, taught us to eat well for less, and donned his MasterChef judge's hat for 17 years. Gosh, 17 years. This Wednesday, Celebrity MasterChef returns with an all-star lineup battling it out for the coveted 2022 title and the butteriest of biscuit bases. Please welcome gastronomy great, it's Greg Wallace. Hey! hey. Hiya, Greg. Good morning. Mate, what an intro. What? That may be the best intro I've ever had. Well, you're welcome. You're very welcome to it. And it's all true. Um, Greg, are you excited about the new series of, of Celebrity MasterChef starting? Yeah, I love MasterChef. And I think of the three, pro, amateur and celeb, celeb is the most fun. Oh. Without doubt. I, I think because the contestants, because they're celebs, are the least nervous. They're oh, used to yes. cameras and stuff, mm. they're, they're, mm. they're and quite frankly, at least a third of them can't cook. So, oh, <laughs> I mean, that's the fun of it, isn't it, when they go really wrong? That's what I find, anyway. I think, I think it, when we first started, we were slightly worried because we thought it might dilute a serious cookery co- competition, oh, and then we yeah. quickly realised just how funny it really is. Yeah, oh, yeah. Fun. Best always to, best to lean into your into your faults. I find that's uh, always comedically rich, and well, it's you might say it's something I built a career on myself. That's deep. That's deep. Very deep, Greg. Very great, <laughs> deep for early on a Monday. Um, yeah, and you got a great lineup of celebs this uh, this year. And you know, Wednesday we kick off with uh, we, oh, we've got Danny Jones, Faye Winter, uh, Kay Curd, Nancy Delolio, and Ball Chuckle. Good crowd, mate. They are a good, good crowd. But what, what I think? Well, first of all, I'm really always happy to meet people that I've watched on the telly. Yeah, that's, that's nice, great. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. To find out what they're really like. Yeah, and yeah. then, but what really surprises me and John is very quickly and how quickly they go from being celebs to simply being MasterChef contestants. They oh. quickly work out. They cannot giggle, dance, or sing yeah. their way through this competition. They've got to knuckle down and start grafting. That is and the it, delight, it, isn't it? Yeah. It's brilliant. It's Especially very Because it's changing. timed as well. They haven't got all day to mess around and do a tap dance and a monologue. So they've got to get on with no. it. Yeah. You know, when John turns around and says, right, let's cook, you just look at the shock horror on some of those faces. Yeah. Like, Oh really? Oh, it's oh, actually we happening. Really do it? Yeah, yeah. Is are you and because you and John seem quite strict at times. Are, are you really like that with them? Especially John. He seems very strict. You seem John's. Like... Uh, yeah, John comes across as firmer, doesn't he? Mm. Actually, I suppose John. Actually, you don't know. He's a good mate of mine, John, and he's actually quite shy. So sometimes shy people can be a little bit quiet. Oh where... yes. Yeah. Where I'm not shy at all. I mean, I'll tell someone I met on the bus every, like, personal detail of my life. Greg, as if you're still getting the bus, please. Oh, please. (laughs) When was the last time you got a bus? Um, (laughs) That's the point, actually. That's a really good... I'll get on the tube. I do get on the, the tubes quicker, isn't it? A bus, though. A bus. Yeah. Well, the problem with the bus, it goes traffic like bus stop, traffic like bus stop forever. So you, I just, in London, it's a nightmare, Greg. It's a nightmare. And you, you're a busy man. You've got to get to the factory to do the other show. I've just come back from Dublin and I can't oh, tell you. Are we, 
we did two factories back to back. Really? And, uh, yeah, I'll leave it up to you to work out what iconic brands there may be. Oh, <laughs> I wonder what it is. I wonder what it is that gets made in Dublin. What am I, is it a food or is it a drink? <laughs> don't tell us. Don't tell us. Do you love doing that show? That's such a. That's been a runaway success, hasn't it? You're brilliant at doing that. Uh, I've been doing it for eight years. Can I just a plea, please? Yes. Whatever it's on. Yes. Okay. I'm fully aware that I have no hair. Okay, mm. and mm. I don't choose to wear a hairnet. So can you every <laughs> single time that episode is on, I get inundated. Why are you wearing a hairnet? Right? So two things: one is yes. you have to wear it. You have to, you wear, have it. to wear it when you go in. Same yeah, rules. you have to. One rule for everybody. And secondly, yeah. secondly, not just to stop the hair; it's to stop the sweat. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's nice to know. Yeah. Hang on, does yeah. a hairnet stop sweat coming through? Sure, you need a swimming uh, cap. <laughs> <laughs> It's a um, nice image, anyway. A hairnet suffices. I, I bet it does. I bet it does. And you, congratulations! You recently got your MBE, didn't you? Wow, what an honour, right? Greg, what we, an honour. We were very excited Can I tell you about what I did? it. Well, well yeah, because I, I live here with my beautiful wife Anna, Anna, mm. mum, and dad. Oh, and uh, and, and little Sid. When, when it was announced, I downloaded a fanfare of trumpets on the mobile <laughs> phone, and I played them before I entered any oh, room in the house, and I kept, I kept it up all morning. How endearing. <laughs> <laughs> How modern. Have you gone to get it? Have you gone to collect it yet? No, no, I don't know when, it, I don't know when it's going to be. I don't know who it's going to be, and I don't know where it's going to be, but I oh. am super chuffed. Oh, yeah, nice. Nice to have a, a, a gong, isn't it? Nice to have a gong. To uh, to hang on your on your lapel, you can wear it in the kitchen with for MasterChef. <laughs> well, I don't know whether MasterChef are going to put the MBE on the credits. Insist on it, I say. Insist on it. Reckon. Yes. I, and... I, I, I changed my Insta account. It now says Greg A. Wallace MBE. I did that. Oh, well, that yeah, <laughs> straight away, straight on there. That's the main thing. So, mate, if it's Do you know on what it Instagram, feels like? Yeah. You know what it feels like? You know when you maybe it's a working class thing when people say, mm. "Oh, he's all right, he is. He's yeah. all right." Yeah. It seems like like the highest power in the land has gone. He's all right, he is. He's decent. Oh, he's all right. That's all any of us yeah. want, isn't it? Approval. Yeah, we all want to be approved of. Yeah, and you've got it, Greg. You've got it. You've got that's it. it. Yeah. That's now people are so really going. Yeah, go on. What? So watch yourself, because I'm pretty sure I can have you imprisoned. Is that right? Like that. Just like that? Yeah. Oh, what? Like, what so, for? Yeah. For being cheeky on the radio. Crimes against fashion. I'm sure we could dig up something, my oh, friend. Oh yeah, that'd be a good. That'd be a good. Uh, you could do that for your next documentary as well. Inside the prison, you could see what's going on there. <laughs> yeah, I'd watch that, Greg. I'd watch that. Inside the prison food. Yeah, Celebrity MasterChef starts on Wednesday. This Wednesday, the 10th of August, BBC One, 8 p.m. Or you could watch it on the BBC iPlayer. Of course, we've been talking about catch-up television options, Greg. Um, yeah, I but... heard this. I'm also a fan of Westworld. You were talking about that. Oh earlier. yeah, that's on Sky Atlantic. Yeah, you yeah, like, I like it. That. Oh, he's yeah, very... yeah, yeah. Oh, Greg, you're very on brand. You're very on brand today. Yeah, I do. Well, I also like Sinead. I do catch up in bed. Catch up in bed. Oh, yeah. Different to yeah. catch up in bed because that will go all over the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> Just be careful. All right, Greg. Greg, thank you so much for joining us. We've loved chatting to you, and good luck with the new series. And congratulations on the MBE. Bless you, mate. See you soon. Have a great day. Cheers, mate. The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Sky. Virgin Radio. What's in my perfect breakfast? Well, there's crispy bacon, hash browns, baked beans. Oh, and these next two guests. Our Saturday mornings are about to get a whole lot tastier as the the big breakfast returns to our screens after 20 years, taking the baton and the baby.
taken from some fella called uh, Chris Evans, is he called? He used to do it? Yeah, I think. I don't know. It is, of course, our wonderful guests, the awesome AJ Adudu and Mo Gilligan. Yeah. Hey. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> We're so excited about the new show. Let's oh, do. Yeah, so are we, man. It's looking good. Yeah, um, what can we expect? Look. Go on, Mo, tell us. What can oh, we expect? Oh, what can't you expect? It's just going to be like bringing that like energy back to like Saturday morning TV. There's a lot of cookery shows. So now it's just mm. time for some vibes in the morning for, for this yeah. lovely heat wave that we're getting. You Absolutely. Know? <laughs> and Tom, we yes. are in a brand new house, which is even bigger than yours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Is that right? Yeah. Really? Where, yeah. where is the house then? Is it not? Is it not in that East London place where it always used to be? Is it? No, where... we've moved. Oh, we've you've moved. moved. You've moved. Yeah. What a time to move. Is it a nice place? It's a great place in North London. Yeah. yeah you don't know. Like you don't know. You... But... <laughs> Surprise. Surprise. You're here. Oh, okay. Oh, great. You got some great guests coming up, coming up in this first uh, first weekend. Um, oh, oh my gosh. Sensational guests. Oh, my yep. gosh. Who do, who do we not have, AJ? Absolutely. We have got Daniel Kalua. Mo, I know what you just Denise did there. I know, can I just say, AJ, in. I know what Mo yeah. just did there. He just went, I can't remember who our guests are. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and <he> went, <laughs> And that's what I love. It's a great team because Mo went, mm, I've temporarily forgotten. AJ, you tell them. <laughs> AJ's great at listing the guests. I'm here. <laughs> Sorry, who are your guests? Tell us. Tell us. Tell us. So we've got Daniel Kalua. We've, yeah. of course, got the family of the week. Oh, um, yeah. Denise Van Outen's going to be popping in. That's right. Rita um, Aura. Oh, we've wow. Got Joel Domit. Oh, lovely. That is a We've nice got some mix. some of the lionesses as well. Oh, yes. have you got some of the lionesses coming in? Yes. yes. Oh. We've got Alicia and Ella Toon. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Oh, it's such a good mix of people. It's all going on. It's We've all got going Epping on. Zoo, from Love Island. Oh, wow. Oh, really? Oh, people yeah. are very excited about this. Oh, it's all... how, are, how are you both in the mornings? Mo, are you a morning person? I'm absolutely shattered, isn't it? Yeah. I'm not going to lie. What are you going to say then? I'm absolutely shattered. <laughs> I've, well, if you I... look closely under my eyes, you can see a supermarket. <laughs> you can't, actually. You can't. You think you can, but you can't. Um, I, well, I've been covering for Chris Evans here on The Breakfast Show, so I have been get, uh, been doing a little bit of that myself, getting up at sort of hey, 4.30. I've seen Chris Evans when I was in L.A. Did, did you, Mo? Yes, I was in L.A. Oh. And I was literally at the traffic lights and I see this guy and I was like, Chris. And he's like, Mo. And I was like, what are you doing here? He's like, what are you doing here? That is a very showbiz <laughs> reference, Mo. Very showbiz. Yeah. <laughs> um, and did he give you any advice about uh, the big breakfast no, at all? No, I was literally at the traffic lights, so I had to keep it moving. L- lights so change. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. That's nice. Sometimes that's kind of just like a nice way to see people, isn't it, actually? <laughs> Parties should be like that, I sometimes think. You know, you just... just <laughs> sorry, the lights have changed. Got to go. Um, <laughs> so, and AJ, how do you find the early mornings? Do you know what? I would say that I'm not naturally a morning person, but I just get up mm. and get on with it. Do you know what I mean? I find once I'm up, I like it. There's a there's a freshness to the day and energy about it. Yeah, and I like that no one's around at the moment. Like I can see the trees and the sun is shining, so it's good vibes. Oh yeah, great vibes, and it's going to be a warm weekend, so everyone's going to be. Ooh. Oh yeah, it's the best part of the day actually to be up at that time, isn't it? Oh, it's absolutely. Absolutely, it's going to be an absolute scorcher this weekend. But luckily, we've got a brand new, massive pool. Have you? Cold water, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. 
Great work. Great work. Absolutely everything in this house. (laughs) (laughs) That's great, isn't it? Apart from air conditioning. Oh, (laughs) saving on the fuel. That's right. Saving on the energy. Quite right. Quite right. Saving on the energy bills. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, maybe you'll be outside for a bit of it and cool down there. Are you going to make the guests go in the swimming pool? Oh, we're not going to make anyone do anything that they don't (laughs) want to do. But if people end up there, you know, Mm, it's not the end of the world if is they it? end up there for a game show then they end up there you yeah know what I mean? that's the fun <laughs> that is the fun of it that is the fun of it it must be so exciting because i know like the show was rebooted for a four episode series following a uh, successful one-off return wasn't it in september 2021 mm. uh which was because it was part of uh, channel 4's black to front day of black programming uh and it went so well that people wanted more of it and they commissioned uh, a, a whole series so it must be thrilling to know that uh, it made such an impact Oh, yeah. No, I think to be part of like an iconic show like Big Breakfast, which tons of people in TV worked in, a lot of people watched it. I grew up watching it. Yeah. But it's also this new generation that are watching it now as well. You know what I mean? Um, it's the younger generation who are kind of discovering it. Um, and it's, I think that's what's kind of cool about it as well. It's like revamping it, but you're kind of making it a bit different. You've got social media now. You have Twitter, which wasn't mm. around when no. it first no, it um, wasn't. Yeah, it's what did people do? What did people do with their days when they didn't have social media? Started <laughs> <laughs> dead at their hands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we actually spoke to each other. Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> what, what, can you imagine? How ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> but it's such a fresh take on it. And it uh, and it feels really, really lively because it is such a, you know, like you say, iconic show. We A lot of us remember it being out in the 90s, wasn't it, when it was on before, I think. Um, I remember mm. being at school when it was on in the mornings. And, uh, and, and everybody has that recollection. But um, despite despite the pressure of that, you guys have just taken it on and made it your own. I mean, it must have been scary oh. when you first did it. Oh, thanks, Tom. Yeah, no, definitely. I think there's always that pressure with anything that we all do mm. um, to really, you know, pay homage to the show that we all know and love and grew up with. But like Mar said, you know, there's a whole generation of people who are discovering the Big Breakfast for the very first time. Oh, yeah. And uh, maybe to them, we're the first presenters that they've ever seen on it. Um, yeah. So it was, it was really amazing that it was so well received um, that we are back for more, four yeah. episodes every four. Saturday at 10 a.m. And you're joined by some wonderful people as well. Judy Love is back grilling guests yeah. in the uh, On The Bed interviews. Melvin Adoom and Harriet Rose will be out and about on the streets of the UK playing hot sausage. And Big Breakfast <laughs> newsreader Phil Gale is returning to deliver the morning headlines. So it really is a great, a great party way to start your Saturday and indeed your whole weekend. So I'm so happy for you guys that you're back on our screens with this. Uh, I love you so. both and so happy for you and uh, can't, wait, can't wait to tune in tomorrow from 10. Uh, Big yeah. Breakfast returns Saturdays at 10 on Channel 4 and all four Sorry, Mo, what were you going to say? No, I said yay. Oh, you said yay. yay. Yeah. We've been saying fry yay here, but we've been doing it sarcastically. But um, <laughs> but we look forward to joining you on Saturday. Saturday. Okay. All right. <laughs> See you Saturday. En- enjoy your rehearsal. See you tomorrow, you guys. Thank love you. you. Bye. Lots, Lots of love. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Sky. Virgin Radio. She wowed us when she won Taskmaster. She wowed us on Live at the Apollo, and now she's wowing again at the Edinburgh Fringe with her brand new show, One Word Wow. Here to tell us all about it, in hopefully more words than one, it's the ludicrously lovely Lou Sanders. Oh, hey! Lou, great to be chatting with you. Oh, nice to be here. Guess where I'm going after this? Where are you going after this, Lou? The beach. Oh, don't tell Sinead. She hates it. Sinead, I love the beach. Uh, Most people do love the beach, to be honest. I think, Sinead, you're you're a minority there. Mm. (laughs) Fine. I like being on my own. Fine. Because, Lou, you're in Edinburgh at the moment at the Fringe. 
Yeah, so it's a true story. It's a true story. Do you, miss, do you miss it, Tom? I used to go. I went for about 11 years. I always found it quite overwhelming, if I'm honest. Yeah. I did enjoy it, but there were times when it would be quite overwhelming. And I remember once doing my show and the fire alarm went off. And so I had to carry on my show in the car park. <laughs> and I wouldn't mind right. it happened several yeah. times, as though someone was trying to sabotage my... my <laughs> I was just always in a car park. I was basically should have just been checking the tickets as well. Yeah. Connecting the th- and then they did gigs in a car park for a short while. I bet you were front of the queue for that as well, weren't you? Oh, and, uh, what, you during know, the, the lockdown? Gigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I couldn't even do those ones. So there oh, you go. So- <laughs> That's a shame. Yeah, you had so much practice. So I was the best prepared of everybody. <laughs> Lou, how's it going up there? Are you having a nice time? I am actually, yeah. My two, I've got two little friends are up from London and we're going roller skating. I found a really good skate park. So that's quite good. And just keeping my beak clean, you know? That's you, isn't it? That's you. Keeping my beak clean. I mean, Lou, I've known you for a long time and you are, you are an eccentric person i would say you are a fabulously eccentric person and i i love you for it for example Hot roller skating kettle. well i was going to say i feel like a kindred spirit with you actually We're... a lot of middle-aged women have taken up um roller skating in the pandemics have they? a midlife crisis yeah mostly oh. on the pavements but I, mean, I think that's quite boring so i'd like to do the skate park stuff but a lot of my friends are as a result quite a lot younger than me okay. <laughs> that's Music tastes are different, you know. I'm mm. putting classical classical music on at the skate park. No one wants to. No know. one wants to hear that. No <laughs> one wants to hear that. The, oh, that's lovely though. But it's nice they have a role model in you, yeah. someone to look up to. I mean, do you? Mummy's back. <laughs> Can you do any tricks with your roller skates? Yeah, but my friends are really good. They can do like flips and aerials and stuff like that. I can't really do that much great stuff but it doesn't matter as long as you're having a nice time sorry yes yeah watch this space of course it matters of course it matters do you think it does (laughs) do you take it you take it very seriously no I don't because I don't go enough to get really good but um Mm. Yeah. Well, it's a fun thing to do. Lou, you've got... Are you going to oh, yeah, go come on, up I... and watch any shows at the Frange? Um, at the Frange? No. Um, uh, no. I mean, I could lie and go, yes, I can't wait. But um, actually, no. I find I find it quite stressful, if I'm honest. Mm. It, it reminds me of the 11 years I did go there and, and found it just a bit... Um, over... I just find it really overwhelming, the sense of, like, yeah. the, the all the posters. I don't know what to go and see, and I don't know what to do. Yeah. They're, no. look, they're also, what no one tells you is they all come to London anyway. <laughs> you don't need to move. <laughs> Well, that's good then. That's good. So, I mean, I'm glad we're plugging the show of <laughs> yours today. Tell us about your show. It's called One Word. Wow. Oh, well, funny story. So my hmm. show was a little bit about my stepdad and a lot about this boy that I fell in love with in the pandemic. Oh. met him at the skate park. <gasps> and then we split up a week before the Fringe. Oh, great. Great Great stuff. timing. Great timing. Great stuff. Oh. And my, uh, Yeah, and then um, something else happened in my family, uh, which I talk about in the show at the end. So the show has changed quite a lot. Uh, but people love a bit of misery, don't they? <laughs> it was it was too joyful. Before Aww. it was too joyful. And now, you know, at least it's got a bit of everything. So, yeah. I think Come people on. like honesty, though. They, they like honesty and vulnerability, yeah. I think. That's part of it, right? I think that's yeah. a, there's that thing, isn't there, of comedy being... It can be funny, but it can be also personal and human. Yeah, and the good news is I've only cried twice on stage. <laughs> We're really growing up fast. <laughs> Come see the show. Lou, Lou, I know, though, that anybody watching your show will be having a wonderful time. So they'll be appreciative of your honesty. When I cried, I said, if anyone tells anyone I've cried, I'm going to cut you all. Oh, (laughs) that's extreme. So, but, but don't... 
Don't need to worry about now, now that now because you've, you've done it yourself. You've told everybody. We had a lo- we had a lovely time. We really bonded. Oh, that's good. I, well, yes. Yeah. What were we gonna say? I've spent 150 pounds on crystals to put around the stage. So oh, you be the judge. You are a big fan of that, aren't you? You like a crystal and and that kind of that sort of carry on. You like it, don't you? Carry on. That's, How dare I'm you? Sorry, call it sorry, carry on. sorry, Lou. It is definitely real. Definitely real. You put crystals. What are your favourite crystals at the moment? Rose quartz and mm. turquoise. And okay. yes, I've been stuffing them down my top. Oh. And then invariably... That gives you the energy. Some, some part of the day they fall out and crack. Oh. And like, oh, another crystal's cracked. Another crystal's cracked. Well... <laughs> I'm not making my show sound very good. <laughs> you making are. it sound terrible. <laughs> no, I think you're making it sound fun and original and brilliant, <laughs> which is what you always are. So um, I, um, I think that's... I, I'm just worried about the crystals, so you have to go and buy a new one. Or do you just hang them on a tree to charge? Um, you put them out in the moonlight, Put them out in the moonlight, of course. And one woman called Elaine, who kept tackling yesterday, she thought oh. she was adding to the show. Uh, I had to really well, tell when her you off. were crying? When you were crying, no, she no, was shouting. No, no, I didn't cry yesterday. I was oh, so such a brave girl. Yeah, oh, yeah, well yeah, done. no, no. Well but she was putting the crystals back if they got knocked over, and I was Elaine. I said, Elaine, you cannot touch another lady's crystals. That's just... <laughs> <laughs> That's just... <laughs> That's the rule golden rule. One. Rule yeah, number yeah. one at crystal school, yeah. a crystal club. You've yeah. got... <laughs> don't touch anybody else's crystals. I didn't know that, mm. actually. They're very personal to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, the show is quite relatable. It doesn't sound relatable mm. at the moment. Hey, look, don't need, it's got you some don't stuff need... about kissing, stuff like <laughs> this. <laughs> look, you don't need to tell me about the benefits of being in a niche. Just be in your niche. <laughs> yeah, Everybody's yeah, yeah. in. Get in a niche and everybody will follow. Everybody wants to be yeah. in a, Everybody wants to belong. <laughs> Lou, I'm so glad it's going so well for you. And as always, it's lovely to chat to you. And thank you for yeah, being so... Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for being you. you. Well, Have wh- a nice day. You too. Where are you going to go swimming? Can you tell us? Portobello. Portobello. Oh, mm. nice. Have a nice Don't ice cream down there. We do. Don't yeah. mind if you do at all. Sinead, you wouldn't like it there. You've just sent the paps there. Oh, sorry. Oh, you might have changed have your plans now. Day now. No. no, I don't think I don't think I'm at that level. Got, <laughs> no, 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 no. Hopefully not. Well, um, the main thing oh, is you have a good time. Go on. Yeah. Lovely to talk to you both. Lovely you have you. a lovely day on the on the airwaves. Okay. You, you too, Lou. You too. Have a great fringe, and I look forward to seeing you soon. Bye. Okay, thanks for joining us, Lou. Lou Sanders, everybody. Off to the beach. Off to the beach. Oh, lovely ice cream they do at Portobello, too. Go and see Lou's show if you get a chance. She really is such a joy. The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Sky. Virgin Radio. We've heard from a bunch of incredible guests already, but there's still more to come. The marvellous Michelle Gale lifts the lid on the Sky-supported National Art Education Project, The World Reimagined. Culinary queen Jane Dunn makes our mouths water with her latest cookbook, Jane's Patisserie, Celebrate. And journalist and Times Radio Mid-Mornings presenter Matt Chorley gives us the lowdown ahead of his interview with Conservative Party leadership contender and former Chancellor Rishi Sunak on Times Radio. So, let's get right back into it. Seven cities, 100 artists, over 350 schools and community organisations, The World Reimagined is a groundbreaking national art education project to transform how we understand the transatlantic slave trade and its impact. Our friends at Sky are the official presenting partner, and here to tell us more is the project's ambassador and co-founder, the marvellous Michelle Gale. Good morning. Michelle, thank you so much for coming in. Uh, we're so interested to hear about this project, um, the, the World Reimagined, uh, and it's a, a community art project 
Um, yes. and, and you are the person who's started this whole thing off. Yes. Tell us um, about what it is. It, the, the, the aim of the World Reimagine is to is to access a very difficult conversation at all levels of, of, of your family, from from a, a young child to, to your, your grandparent. You're able to go along to these trails, which are free of charge. You can travel around these trails. And there's a 10-step journey of discovery, um, starting from Mother Africa, right through to reimagine the world, now that you've learned more about the transatlantic trade of enslaved Africans and, and the repercussions that are still around today of it and it's a very comprehensive um viewing of what's a horrible part of, of our history mm. and we're very keen mm. to make people understand you don't have to be black it's not black history it's mm. british history it's all of our history mm. and it's really important i think for us to be able to move forward together in in understanding and empathy and this journey is part of that, part of understanding why uh, Afro-Caribbean and, and African people are here, why they are British, the contributions their ancestors have made, and why that is very important to achieving racial justice, because once you realise we all start on an equal footing, we're all equally British, then you move forward to, to job applications and, and school applications and being viewed in the street as an equal. What, what an amazing way of approaching that, that history. Mm. And I think it's so important that we obviously acknowledge our past, our shared past, and um, and what an amazing way to do it through, it's largely through art, is that right? That's correct. We, we decided, obviously we knew it was a very difficult conversation, and we came across um, some trails of, um, I think Manchester did be in the city, and we felt that this might be a way for the public to engage, and we expect mm. over two million visitors across these amazing. trails between yeah. August and October, mm. and we really wanted to take the conversation to everyone, not not preach to the converted, yeah. to someone who may never ever think about racial justice will mm. access this at any level and go, wow, I didn't know that, that's really moved me. And then it, it, it allows them to maybe get involved further should they wish to. Yeah. Um, and so we thought art would be the, the, the most accessible way. Art yes. builds empathy. Yes. It's very subjective, but because there's so many globes, you should find one that, that appeals to you. And um, we we went to um, the very renowned artist, Yinka Shonabare, and we said, we've oh, got yeah. this idea. We just need your help. Please, we were literally of a begging bowl. And uh -huh. and he's the one who came up with the name The World Reimagined. Oh, so he, I was going to ask you about the name. Yeah, yes, Yinka Shonabare. Yeah, Yinka Shonabare came up with the name. And he's the one who decided that the canvas that we should mm. start from should be a globe. So what happens is the artists were given a blank canvas of a globe. And then through that, they interpreted one of the 10 themes onto that globe. And I went to see them at Westminster Abbey on Monday with my son. And it was so moving. Oh, and my yeah. son's 10. Um, he loved them. But we saw so many people who had gone to Westminster Abbey and, and happened upon them. And their reaction um, to them was really moved me. Mm. And, and like I said, it's because it can touch you at every level. There's there's QR codes for you to find out what the artist's intent was with the art. Right. There's a QR code for you to know community um, organisations and some of the activities they're doing around this programme. So it means that you can play a part in making a change and moving yes. us all forward. Right. 
and that was really important to us. Yeah, what a beautiful way of presenting this uh, this piece of history. Mm. Because I think as well, there is, I think a lot of us have become more and more aware, particularly in, during the pandemic and after the pandemic, when, particularly with things like Black Lives Matter, mm. and um, and around that time, there was a real reflection, I think, from so many people, and a real hunger to, to, to try and understand and try and move forward, exactly like you say. That's right. And, and, and what and, a wonderful way and, to do it. And, um, you know, it, it's... It's strange because we'd started the project three years ago and okay. we have seen that conversation increase. So, yeah. You know, we, we kept thinking, well, how do we keep, keep get this conversation sparked off and how do we make it accessible to more people? Yeah. Yeah. And, and suddenly people have been having this conversation for a year and a half, two years now. And this, and this is a, a point for you to come out, mm. enjoy the trails, learn more, yeah. see how you can get involved yeah. and, and, all of us really have the opportunity as Britons to make racial justice a reality. This is so exciting. People can get involved by... There's basically... If they look at theworldreimagined.org... That's right. That's where um, all the information is, where they can find the exhibit... Yeah. Um, exhibits and where, where they're going to be and how you can go on the trail and, and experience it all and, and, and let, allow it to lead to further conversation. That's right. Really it, the, the, all the information is on the website. And then, you know... Just go out, go out with your families, bring yeah. some food with you, uh-huh. go out and it's a really, all of the trails are really well thought out, really well planned out. And I think they last about an hour, hour and a half for you to just walk amongst the, the, the globes, have conversations about them and then go on to the next stage and next stage and next stage. Amazing. Yeah, and there, are, and there are access points, like I said, for you to get involved further should you want to via the right. community organisation. Oh. organizations that are doing activities oh, around the event so it's very very accessible to all all ages and all, all, all ages levels of and all creeds oh wonderful oh that's <laughs> so great to hear michelle how how have you got the energy to do this when you are starring as hermione in the cursed child the, the harry potter play in the west end i am very tired <laughs> <laughs> and i'm a mom and it's yeah. summer holidays wow oh, i mean it is um a massive juggle but it means mm. so much to me this project I bet. it yes. just means so much it means so much as as a person who wants the best for for my children for your children mm. for the country yeah um and i wouldn't want it any other way as tired as i may be uh, um i yeah. went to westminster abbey to see them on on monday and and I was moved to tears, you know, so um, hopefully um, everyone who goes out there it would be great to get your feedback. But I, I, I already know because yeah. um, I've seen it in real time, the effect it will have on, on those that go out on the trail. So please go and see them. Please go along and see them. What an incredible, incredible project. It's called The World Reimagined and it's supported by Sky. And you can find out more, as we say, at theworldreimagined.org and uh, theworldreimagined.org and you can explore the journey uh, of discovery near you via that website all the information's there do go and have a look and experience it it's brilliant and it's absolutely brilliant to have you here michelle thank you for Uh, having me so lovely to talk to you thank you it's michelle gale everybody The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Sky. Virgin Radio. This patisserie princess has taken the internet by storm with her beautiful bakes and delectable delights. Her latest book, Jane's Patisserie, Celebrate, is rising to the top of the charts and that's just the icing on the cake. With 70 new... I don't write this, by the way. (laughs) I just... They give it to me. But with 70 new recipes to make every day special, please welcome the jubilant Jane Dunn. Hello, hello, hello. 
Thank Jane, you for having me. So wonderful to have you here. <laughs> so excited, N- not least because you brought us treats. Of and, course. Um, being aware of your work online and in print form, it's very exciting to see the actual product of it right yes. here in front of me. I know it's just amazing, isn't it? And then just everyone just bring cake. You can't, you know, you can't be unhappy. You, no one is sad when they get a cake, are <laughs> exactly. they? Exactly. Absolutely, unless they leave them out in the rain, and then oh. you know people get very, very upset about that. Yeah. Um, MacArthur Park. But I am very excited, and not just me, but the rest of the team have been very overexcited because they've started making things from the book. Mm, which... I'm very impressed. Are you? Yeah. Oh, I, uh... <laughs> hold your horses there. Well, feel the it. The taste is in the pudding, is it? The proof is in the pudding. <laughs> Nobody's made a pudding. <laughs> Felix made an eaten mess cake. Yep. Tilly's, it looks perfect. It, he's yeah. really excelled himself, actually, Felix. Yeah, genuinely, it looks really mm. good. He's a classic overachiever, is Felix. <laughs> he works very hard. Tilly made chocolate orange cupcakes, which... D- are good, yeah, they're good. <laughs> and um, as Sinead made, as we discussed earlier, bacon cheese straws, yes. and Jane made cheesecake stuffed strawberries. Mm. I tried one of those strawberries actually, and they are delicious. What a great idea having mm. a, a sort of cheesecake mixture like piped into yeah, one of a strawberry. Yeah, it's so simple, isn't it? And mm. it's just a fun little treat that you can make really quickly. Yeah. Whether you're doing it by yourself with your kids or something. Oh yeah. Everybody gets involved. Yeah. But what I wanted to ask you, because you've risen to prominence so much online. Yes. Why do you think that? Why do you think online baking has become such a big deal? I just think it's one of those things where people could really resonate with me, where they realised I was just the normal girl in the kitchen. Like, I will share when I have dropped a whole cheesecake on the floor or when my dog has eaten part of a cake when he definitely (laughs) shouldn't have done. And it's just me being realistic of, well, that didn't work, (laughs) but it's fine. It's still edible. And I think people just, yeah, really got on board with me just being... Kind of weird, kind of normal girl, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think Vibing that's, with it. That's what's so exciting, actually, about like online broadcasting yeah. is that it's so much more... It's accessible and everybody yeah. can relate to the people they watch. I find it very, very exciting. I mean, I've always loved watching cookery programmes. I've always enjoyed watching people make stuff. Um, but I think the way that you can sort of choose on demand what you need and what you want when you want it is, is great. Yeah, exactly. And it's for me, it's easy to respond to then what people who follow me want to see. So if somebody asks for the chocolate orange cupcake recipe, oh, yes. that's then what I will produce because I want to do what people want yeah. and it's just fun for me to be able to experiment with just ideas all over the place and yeah. everything's tasty yeah. that's all yeah. I care about and you're quite led aren't you by like optimising I mean it sounds very sort of technical but like sort of looking at how online trends work yes. so you can actually work out what people really want and 100% offer that to them. yeah exactly and like my first book and the second book and even everything on my blog is based off of what people ask for and like oh. even just walking down like the confectionery aisle in a supermarket ooh what have I not baked with recently what do I like and even oh, yeah. retro ideas like going oh. back to your old sort of classic chocolates and all of that oh Delicious. I love all of those as yeah. well yeah and I love I mean I love a bit of old fashioned uh, sort of cookery as well like I like I I like um, that Sarah Lancashire drama have you watched that about um, Julia Childs have yes. you seen that oh it's so fun it's mm. so extraordinary she was the first TV chef and you realise that people hadn't been taught how to cook before. Yeah. Uh, well, they had, I suppose, a bit. But, like, this is the first time. And I think that's... It's evolved. You're, you're the modern version of her, yes. aren't you? I'd like to think so. I'm not going to lie. Quite <laughs> oh, the compliment. You? <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome to it. Well, um, what is what is the main bit of advice you would give people who are a bit nervous about baking? I'd say... It sounds really weird, but baking's like chemistry and you just have to follow the recipe. Oh, right. So when cooking, you can kind of, like, throw a spoonful of this in, weigh everything... Definitely, Properly. accurately. Yeah. And you'll be so much better off. And like, even with the oven, like with the cheese straws, 
if you get an oven thermometer, you can see if your oven's actually at the right temperature. Oh, that's a good idea. Because, yeah. Sinead, you were worried about your cheese straws. Yeah, because they were a little soggy on the bottom. But apparently, mm. if I'd whacked up the temperature a bit more... Yeah. Oh, because you were worried because you said you didn't measure the cheese as well. Oh, I didn't measure the cheese, no. You just took a few fistfuls <laughs> of cheese and shoved enough. it in there. <laughs> I didn't actually measure anything. I just, I, I mm. just, yeah, yeah. Just put a load of mustard on. I'm, yeah. It's oh. fine though, whatever. Yeah, they're yeah. certainly tasty. They're Just absolutely delicious. A bit, bit longer in the oven. <laughs> yeah. Just good and next oh, batch yeah. will be perfect. And for you, Jane, would you say like patisserie is accessible then for a hundred percent? Like mm. I think that was always my aim with any recipe I've ever produced is whether you are a Michelin star chef and you just want something fun yeah. or you've never baked anything in your life, that you're still gonna have the same result. And that's why I test everything multiple times, go through different ideas. Oh really and then yeah. make it accessible with like whatever you need to be able to make it, what ingredients you need to be able to buy. Oh, I want everyone to be able to do it. Yeah, because it's all very well going, oh, you need to have blah, blah, chocolate, or you yeah. need to have such and such a piece of equipment. Yeah. Well, most people don't have that. Yeah, really. exactly. And especially over like the summer holidays and your kids are at home, you want to be able oh, to yeah. make something really easy to entertain them. <laughs> yes. It doesn't matter if everyone gets a little bit messy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You don't want to be there yeah. trying to be Escoffier in the corner. <laughs> I mean, as a child, I would have been. But yeah, absolutely. What, yeah. what a great approach to it. And it's clearly paying off. I mean, your first book, it was the biggest selling cookbook of all time. Yeah, it was the... Um, Fastest selling baking Fastest book selling. ever. Oh, which wow. I'm still not quite over, if I'm honest. Number one Sunday Times bestseller. Yep. Sold more than 44,000 copies in the first three days after publication. Yep. That is amazing. Yeah, the statistics on that. I'm still going, how? Me? No. Surely not. Oh, no. It's <laughs> really? true, Jane. Well, that's what makes that's what makes people want to uh, want yeah. to follow you. It's because you are so you're so humble with it. You don't need to be. Somebody's messaged to say, I'm very excited to hear Jane Dunn on the show. I bake loads from her book, especially her NYC cookies in four batches at a time for my work colleagues. I'm making her lemon cheesecake recipe this morning. I can't wait to try the recipes in her new book. Enjoy your treats. Martha from Wiltshire. Oh, Classic that's rock and roll fan. Classic rock and roll fan there. Jane, I have to say, thank you so much for coming in. It's such a, literally a treat in every way <laughs> to see you here. And I'll tell you, Jane's Patisserie Celebrate, that's the name of the book, is out now. Find her at janespatisserie.com. Yep. Or on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube and Twitter with the handle at Jane's Patisserie. Yes. Jane, thank you so much for joining us. Thank and you. thank you for the beautiful book. Thank you for having me. Great to chat with you and thank you for the treats. Yes, mm, all the cake. I'm going to eat the rest of it now during this song. <laughs> Enjoy. Thanks, Jane. The best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Sky. Virgin Radio. When it comes to politics, the only person who knows more than our next guest is Larry the Cat. Boris Johnson is now Boris Gonson. I didn't actually write this introduction. So. <laughs> and uh, uh, it's actually written by Felix, I just found out. Felix. Felix. Great wordplay. Uh, there are only two people left in the running to replace Boris, and this man is chatting to one of them on Times Radio this morning. He's more dishy than Rishi and more of a political whiz than Liz. It's Matt Chorley. Oh, uh, good morning. Good morning, dear Matt. That's a much nicer introduction than I get when Chris, when I come up to see Chris. Well, you, can, you can stay. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> Don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> Chris, Chris will be very cross with me. Um, the um, I'm so delighted you've come up to talk to us, though, Matt, because, well, it's a busy time in politics, isn't it's it? It's always a busy time in politics. For That's about true. the last six years, I'd say. Maybe eight. Mm. Scottish mm. referendum, I'd say, was probably the last time I had a good sleep. Oh, right, just before that. Yeah, just and before then, that, and it's been and then, mad and ever it's since. Been, yeah, it's been a very intense time. I think we forget that sometimes, don't yeah. we? Sinead, you don't forget it, because you have to deal with it every day. <laughs> but, um, on, a, on a much lighter basis, though. Mm. 
I just dip my toe in well, every half hour. But I suppose that's what a lot of people do, isn't it? That's more than what a lot of people do. Um, Matt, you've got this interview with Rishi Sunak today. Dishy yeah. Rishi. Yes. As he was once referred to during the pandemic. Yeah. Um, uh, how do you prepare for an interview like that? Well, do you know what? It's really difficult because sometimes, I'll be, I'll be honest, I've been, this, this interview has been in the, in the pipeline for either sort of two months or two years, depending on when I first started lobbying him to come on Times Radio. Oh. And, uh, if I'd done it when he was Chancellor, there'd have been quite, quite a lot that we could have gone at because when he was Chancellor, he didn't do many interviews. Today, I've got the opposite problem. There's almost nothing he hasn't already expressed a view about. Yes. At one of these hustings, one of the interviews, yes. or the TV debates, or whatever it might be. These videos it's, that keep getting leaks of him inter- talking. Exactly, exactly. Various things. He doesn't have any working class friends and all that. Yeah. So um, it's trying to find a thing mm. that he's, you know, that trying to maybe get him to say something new. Oh. While also trying to keep happy the people saying, so why have you not shouted at him about energy prices, the hot weather, uh, Brexit, uh, the NHS, you know, and Ooh, we've only got Matt, 20 minutes. Your job is a lot more stressful than ours. I yeah, mean, we just had, stick a record on. We had Jane Dunn come in the other day and we just talked to her about <laughs> cheese twists. <laughs> That sounds, it sounds more fun to us. Maybe but, I should do that with Rishi Sunak. Maybe it was, he yeah, stand on cheese twists? You should, yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah. I've sort of. Maybe I should have been more like that with Je- Jane. What are you going to do about these cheese twists? <laughs> this Answer cake is very nice. Why? Why? People want to know why. Yeah, what would you if I? What mm. would you ask Rishi Sunak? Well, we were talking about this, weren't we, Sinead? I was thinking like something like, "What's your favourite crisps?" But Chris was good, but I, I'd be interested to know if he gets into number 10, what's he going to do with the uh, the decor? <gasps> oh, yeah. I know the answer to that. I know the oh, answer yeah. to that. Oh. He's already said he would go back into his old flat. So so it's weird. The Prime Minister... Oh, he's above number 10. number 11. 11. 11. The chance above number 10. And he said he would move back into his old Chancellor's flat, mm. basically because they've done it up. So it's all, you know... Oh, they, he likes it then. It's his decor. So he doesn't need to deal with the uh, psychedelic nightmare that apparently is uh, Boris Johnson's flat. Apparently, yeah, carrying... that they went they went to town on, yeah, yeah and put in lots of lots of interesting things. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, sort of, sort of Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen explosion. Yes, was that right? I be think like changing so. rooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, maybe they could do a changing rooms. That would be a light-hearted that approach. That would to be good. What it? is essentially a very terrifying time in politics. <laughs> <laughs> a version yeah, of the first, the first thing that he does uh, when he moves in is him as the Chancellor get Lawrence around to do changing rooms. Wouldn't that be fun, though? I think it'd be good. I would think it was fun. I'd also think the outrage would be Decorating uh, on a budget. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Decorating on a We've got three billion pounds yeah. to do up this flat. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> Your first task is to find a toy donor to pay for it. Yeah. 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 Oh, don't worry. Yeah. Um, the, I'm, sure there's, I'm sure there'd be some. Uh, I wonder as well what his position is on towels actually Sinead as well yeah well uh, towels Rishi, Rishi Sunak has yeah, soft Matt. towels we were talking about the important you think you're the one talking about the important issues yeah. we are actually the ones talking <laughs> yeah. about that we talked about how people wash their towels do you put conditioner in with your towels no what, you don't do, you, do that do you? Do you, well, exa- well exactly what do the people need to know Matt do you put them I, should, I feel like I should be like more like a journalistic interview with you Matt now. What, do you, what are you doing with your towels are you putting them on the line are you putting them in the tumble dryer what do you do uh, no conditioner obviously Answer the question. And what, how do you dry your towels? We're on the line because we don't have a tumble dryer. Very environmentally conscious. That. Exactly. Very good. But don't you get crispy towels? Don't you get crispy towels? <laughs> <laughs> They're not that bad, I don't think. No, not crispy. Oh, no, not mm-hmm. that bad means that there's a bit of crispiness. No, I don't thing, think so. I cannot abide. We, well, I only use them once, and I just throw them away, uh, so they never get. <laughs> 
<laughs> of course, so much more environmentally sound. Yes, exactly. Yes, I'm yes, not using it. a tubble dryer, just using yeah. single-use <laughs> bath towels. <laughs> yeah, it's more for the bin. <laughs> Put it in the landfill. Yeah. Oh, oh, I see. That's an interesting approach. No, but no, I donate. I probably I donate them to some those people who wash seagulls. You know the, the you know that's oh, a, that's whenever ne- there's that's an oil spill. Very political response. Yes, you exactly. Can't, you can't get him on that, no. can you? You can't get him on that. I now He's, care about animals as he well. He cares about animals with his towels that he throws away and buys every <laughs> buys a new every day. Oh, it's a real conundrum that one. Gosh. So I'm you asking. Be, so hang on, I'm asking. Which you soon at? What's your favourite crisp? And how do you wash your towels? How do you wash your towels? Have you got any tips on dealing with aphids? I've got some on my run of beans. <gasps> Soapy water has actually been working quite well. Yes, on a squirty on a squirty bottle, Matt. Does he, already? does he prefer a diffuser or a scented candle? What's, yeah, what, his oh, what, room smelly scent- sticks? Yeah. Do you mean smelly sticks? They're yeah. not called smelly sticks, Matt. We're not in your direct diffuser Times Radio reads. world. They're called, diffu- <laughs> they're called reed diffusers, OK? Yeah. Oh, I like them. Yeah, you like them? Yeah, much much prefer that to a plug-in. Oh, a oh, plug-in. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Oh, no. Oh, oh, please, no, Matt. Thank you. That's the outrage we're generating yeah. on this show. <laughs> outrage. Rishi Sunak, were they reed diffusers or re-diffusers. scented candle? Yeah. Reed diffusers or scented candles, which would you go? for great i wonder i would be interested i mean is that the best do you think that's the most insightful question we can ask him i am gonna on, the, on gardening i am gonna ask because they've just mm. said that yorkshire water could have a, a host pipe ban he's yeah. an mp in yorkshire oh that's where his constituency so I'm ask is him if he's got is he worried about his are you worried about your, yeah are you worried about your vegetable patch I'm, i'd like to know is his grass has that all like burnt up and gone wow. brown like everyone else's or oh, is, his, yeah. is his kept water has he kept kept it watered? does he water it there's, there's your headline yeah. i've been watering my garden oh, for the past oh he's not going to he's not going to be drawn on something like that he's, he's not, not going to say you know it's really lush <laughs> yeah that's why that's why the rest of yorkshire's got a hose pipe <laughs> band now it's just we're absolutely fine yeah i'm fine yeah yeah oh yeah will he be drawn on that i don't know but um but still, good good luck, good luck, Matt. Thank you with the with the grilling. I mean, yeah. there's a lot to talk about. We yeah. are living in very, you know, difficult times, and uh, Genesis knew about that <laughs> very <good>. very much. <laughs> the best of the Chris Evans Breakfast Show with Sky Virgin Radio. Thank you for listening to the Best of the Breakfast Show podcast. Remember to subscribe so that you never miss the weekly roundup of all the best bits from the Virgin Radio Breakfast Show with Sky. For now, doodle-oo.